Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show where I welcome 
Dr. Jasmine Joy Rael. And Dr. Jasmine is a licensed psychologist and the founder of Eros Rising, a therapy practice working with professionals and couples on sex and intimacy, complex trauma, and major life transitions. And today, Jasmine A. and I talk about designing the life of your dreams, designing the life that you want to live. So that can mean exiting a job that you're really not happy in or a relationship or just the important questions to ask yourself of like, is this really what I want to be doing? And then how to navigate that. And I think this should be a, a course taught to, to middle schoolers or high schoolers so that we don't go down a path that really isn't for us because of conditioning, because of what our parents tell us, because we don't really know how to check in with ourselves. But there's really never a bad time to check in, to change the life that you're living into one that you really love and maybe not one that you're just trying to exist and survive in. So I really enjoyed all of Jasmine's tips and tools in order to do that. I think you guys will love today's show. Lots of value there. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Hi, Jasmine. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Hi. Thanks for having me. Today, we're going to talk about creating a custom designed life. And talking to you in the pre-show, I love this topic. To me, it's like creating the life that you really want. Because so many times I feel like we end up on a path and it's like, how did I get here? Whether it's job, we can definitely talk a lot about our relationship and I'm excited to dive into it with you. So why don't we start by having you tell our listeners why you enjoy helping people design a custom design life, a life that they love to live. Yeah. Um, so I want, I'm a, I'm a licensed psychologist. So it is part of the work I do on a daily basis, but I really would have to say that that goes a little bit back to my story, which is um, that I that I think like most of us is I had a lot of messaging around what I was supposed to do, the job I was supposed to have, the type of relationship I was supposed to have. And, you know, did fairly well at it. I was very, you know, pretty successful. I went to school, got the job, um, was in, in the relationship. And, you know, everything kind of came crashing down, um, ended up, you know, that I was in a super violent marriage. And it really forced me to, one, understand the fragility of life, but also um, have have a really sober reflection of, like, what do I want my life to look like? How do I want it to feel? Um, you know, what did I want out of my career? What did I want in my friendships? And, and you know, and all of that process, uh, I kind of learned what it meant to have the life that you crave that you're just not existing, but you are thriving. And from there, you know, like I said, it was, it was, this is part of like, you know, the journey of while I was in grad school, that some of this stuff happened. And as I started working with clients, um, more and more, I realized that there wasn't a one size fits all. It wasn't that this is the right way to live, but what is the right way for you to live? And I think that as as I worked with more clients around that, as I even did that in my own journey, just 
I mean, you just see a different, just a different style of living altogether that I don't even know if I could call what I was doing before <laughs> um, anything else, but that I was, I was simply existing. Uh, and for the first time, I really got to live. Where do you start with someone that comes to you and you want to get them to start thinking about getting on the right track, the track of a life that they're excited about, the one that they want to live? Absolutely. I, I, I think, you know, most of us, like, that's all we really want, right? We're, we're not we're not looking to 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 interrupt or or disrupt someone else, but we just want to be able to take up space and we want to feel good about it without shame, without anxiety or insecurities or, you know, a lot of the things that I I think I deal with in my work is when you learn to do that, you also learn to give space to others. So it's not only that you give space to yourself but you no longer are fighting for space with everyone else around you. That makes sense, right? And part of it is also, like you said, it's like everyone wants to live a good life, but life happens and suddenly it, a lot of it is conditioning. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to go to college, get married, mm -hmm. uh, get a job, this, that, and I got to get a good job. I got to get a good paying job because I got to make as much money as my dad did or I got to make money to buy the car. And, and it's almost like this, some people call it the matrix, what, whatever you want to call it, but you almost get stuck in it. And, it. and it's great that people can listen to something like this or you see something and kind of get unstuck or some awareness to begin a process of getting out of that. How, how can someone start to think about that? I guess someone that wakes up and realizes, because it's almost like we don't need to tell that person listening, hey, wake up. It's like if they're listening, they'll probably have a sense <laughs> of that they're not living the life that they want. And I think it'd be good to have like a, a middle school program or a high school program mm -hmm. to prevent someone to even going down that path. But I think most of our listeners might have already been on this path and now they're coming to and realizing it. But it, it takes a lot of checking in and to also to really understand. So what are some of the questions we can ask ourselves to do that? Yeah, I, I love that you're ending like that because that's exactly what I was thinking. It was like, it really starts with the questions, right? It's, it's not even the answers, but do I know to ask myself certain questions of like, how does this feel to me? And, and what is it that I'm actually looking for? Um, so earlier today, I was having a conversation around finances and money and, and sort of the rat race to becoming, to building wealth, to becoming millionaires, but that very few of us ever ask, like, what do I actually want my life to look like? What do I want it to feel like? What things do I want in it? Um, if I want to travel around the world, do I need to buy a home? Do I need that, <laughs> you know, expensive SUV or car or whatever? Or should I maybe not buy a home, not have the super expensive car and build towards my vacation and my travel? Um, you know, what if I want kids versus what if I don't want kids? And rather than us getting to results, is that we first start with the experience. What's the experience I want to have? Um, you know, you can look at this with career, which is do I want autonomy, right? Do I want flexibility? Do I want to sit in an office all day? Um, you know, what are the things that I need in a career versus I think how I learned definitely was like, what's the benefit package, you know? And rather than if it's a good fit or not, 
I'm looking at, again, the results rather than the experience. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And yeah, it it goes back to that thing of of conditioning of like, yeah, I got to buy a house, let's say. Yeah. And it's like, wait, you want to travel the world. That's the experience you want. Like a house can be pretty detrimental to that. Exactly. And it sounds so simple, but but it's not because we, we do get trapped in in buying the house. And now suddenly, you know, the things that we own, they own us, you know, and sure, there's security and it can be nice to own a house, but it's not, I think, what the, the narrative is. It's like, that's going to lead to a happy life when the reality is, is a lot of times that can make you stuck. And, and yeah, it is so simple, but breaking it down is important because It's not because a lot of people do get stuck in these things. Yeah. Can I go a little even further with that? Right. With with the home example is like, let's say I do want to buy a house. Like, why? What about the house am I looking for? Is it because I'm looking for security? Is it is it a place of comfort? Is it is it that I, you know, have always wanted to have have people over? And I think if I have a house, then I'll finally invite people over. you know, like, do I actually need a house that has all the space? Or maybe what I really care about is the house that's in a in a community where I can make friends and have people over. And, and so not even just getting stuck on the thing, but what's the context with that thing, right? What is the context of owning a home that would actually make me feel, um, you know, complete or satiated? I want to bring this into the realm of relationships. How can we or what can we ask ourselves when it comes to relationships? And maybe this can be framed for someone that's listening that's single and then uh, someone that is currently in a relationship. Ooh, this is a good one. There's there's a lot of different places to start. Um, I think first is what are my needs? Um, I think one of the things that we have to give ourselves permission is is I think we oftentimes can do this pendulum where we swing from one extreme to another rather than realizing like every part of what we want really is customized. And so if I'm single, there may be a season when I don't want a relationship and then a season when I do. And so rather than thinking of good, bad, right, wrong is at this time, in this moment, in this space where I'm at, what are my needs? Um, is that commitment? Is that monogamy? Is that is that sex? Is it not sex? And and really having an honest reflection of of where I'm at, and and I think that it, it's not about that that stays like the same and it's static, but realizing that that is a dynamic experience that changes. It changes with age. It changes with previous relationship history, it changes with our desires. And so I think wherever you start is, is where am I right now? Not where I was, not where I think I'll be in the future, but where am I right now? Um, and can I start there and be really honest? And I think that then goes into now, how do I communicate that with others? So this is we're getting into the the good stuff here because it's like that's such a and questions are such a good starter right and where where am i right now what are my needs but i want to talk about 
in relation to that is how do we have realistic needs or what what are some of the things that that someone could say are realistic needs? Because I've heard and, and you see online, it's like, I want this, this, this and this. And it's like, geez, you're designing a godlike human. What is it? <laughs> yeah, I think we all want all those things, but it, it might be a bit unrealistic. And I find myself personally trying to figure out like what are the things that are realistic to want in a relationship and what are some of the things that my expectations might be just a little bit clouded. And, and like I said, through through what we see, I, I feel like my Instagram feed is just full of like relationship stuff and I, and I like it and couples. And a lot of times I feel like it just sets unrealistic expectations. Absolutely. So I think there's, there's again, a lot of different pieces to, to this point. Um, the first one is, is how well do I know myself? Um, I would argue that some of the needs when we want everything is coming from a lack of awareness and knowledge about myself. Um, you know, I, one of the places I start is that if your partner is everything, your partner is God. Um, so, so if we're looking for a relationship, unless we are trying to date God, we are going to date a human. Um, and from there, I have to have a really good understanding of me to know what my realistic needs are. Because a lot of the things when we start saying, well, they need A, B, C, D, all the way through Z, is I don't really know what I need. And so then I just take the entire store. <laughs> um, and, and some of those things are things that I maybe in reality don't want. And may not even be the things that are most necessary for me. So, so to get to realistic needs is first, I have to start with me, right? And, and I'll use myself as an example is, you know, I love to be active and I used to be like, oh, you know, I want somebody who, you know, is, is, is working out all the time and they're doing this. And, but I realized that like, for that person to, to be doing that, then that may take away from other activities. Like I also like to go to museums and I want to go out and go to festivals and parks. And it's like, if you need to be in the gym for four hours, then we may not be doing those other things. And, and learning like, is it that I really need that? Or does that come from an insecurity about, you know, I need a partner who looks this way because this says something about me or that proves that I'm worthy or I'm attractive, um, you know, or, or do I really have that value, you know, that I want to be <laughs> doing that for four hours? Um, you know, and, and, and I think when we start to know who we are, then we start to think about the things that we really need. And for me, it was, I actually, I deal with a lot of, of trauma in my day. I deal with a lot of really hard experiences and I hold for a lot of individuals. And so the thing that I really need was I need someone who can make me laugh. That that wasn't something that I had, I was even aware of before. But once I started to really know myself and know like what my experience was, was like, you know, I need levity. And, and, and it's not that I need 
all of these other pieces, but here's something that I I need in a partner because of the way that my world looks or the career I have or who I am that actually helps me. Was there a particular thing that brought you to that awareness? I think this came from when I was doing a lot of my own growth and healing was really learning who I am, right? And and, and who I am in the way of how do I show up in the world? How, how do I, how do I move? What do I get from the friendships that I have? What do I get from the career that I have? And what's still, still missing that I would want? And, and what feels vulnerable or sacred versus what I feel like I can go get that. I can go get that from my friends over here, or I can, get this fulfilled in my work where like, what are the pieces that felt like at the end of the day, when I think about the person I want to curl up next to, or the person that I want to, you know, grow and, and, and evolve in my life, not all those pieces were required. Um, but the part that I thought about what makes me a better human, um, what allows me to show up better in my world and what keeps me grounded. Like those were the things that I was like, you know, these are what I need in a partner. Um, these are things that I, I don't have in myself and I don't want to get from friends or my career or other aspects of my life. And that really helped me narrow down to a few like key pieces, um, that safety is really important. Um, like I said, levity, laughter is really important. Uh, I believe desire is really important that to me, it, it it just makes me feel on fire and desire, not just within the bedroom, but desire for me as a human, uh, that that helps inspire me and make me feel like just larger than life. And those things, those are the pieces that I knew I needed in a relationship. Um, while other pieces were really great, they were not for me the the fundamental pieces that I thought would help make me better. And and I think about relationships as relationships make us better than 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 where we already feel we're at. Before we continue on, we're gonna take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. When you work full-time, have kids, and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple-step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy. No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code IDO when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month, and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. 
It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts, and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. We know every situation is going to be a little bit different. People are different, different timing in life. But how can we we check in and we decide what really makes us feel good. And that's an ongoing process. But let's say we meet someone or we're with someone and let's say it's been a long-term relationship and you're like, they check all these boxes and, but there's a few that are, let's say half checked or not. And that, that might bother us, but we're willing to live with it. How do we navigate those things? You know what I mean? Because again, it goes back to expectations of like, well, they meet seven of your 10 criteria that are really important, but maybe you're not happy and and you're trying to find that 10 out of 10, but that's maybe a bit unrealistic. So how do we do that dance to end up in in that happy place of, let's say a seven out of 10? Yeah. So one, I think, why, why, why do I need these 10 out of 10? Um, Because depending on why, that may, again, go back to something for me. Um, Or maybe it really is those 10 items are really critical. Um, And I think there's a question of like, do these 10 items make a person perfect? Or are these 10 items things that I didn't know to ask for in a relationship, but then realized they're really important in a relationship and am struggling with how to, to own and accept and embrace that. So, so when I think 10 out of 10, I don't, 
I don't know what 10 those things are and why, why those are the 10 on your list. So I think it starts there is why are the 10 things on your list? And, and once we, we go from that place of, of why they're there, if, if they are not something that is like critical, right. Where it may be like, I, I need to feel a sense of partnership, right? Let's say that's one of the things that's missing, or I need to feel a sense of respect. Um, one is, do I think that this is something I can build with with a partner if that is? And if not, what is it that I'm bringing? Do I bring all 10 things for them, right? And 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 how do how do I sit in the things that that I don't don't bring to the table? And what does it mean if we could both accept that we're not perfect? If we could accept that we're human? And and how could we maybe work together to to supplement that? Right? Like, is there a place where it's like, you know, you don't bring it all and I don't bring it all, but us together brings it all plus some? Or is it matter of like, you know what, you don't bring it all, but maybe I can get this from my friend. So there, there are a lot of couples where one person's an extrovert and another person's an introvert. And I may want to go out all the time and I feel really great when I go out and I feel great around people. And I just wish you wanted to go out more. And maybe you can offer, say, like, I can go out once or twice and maybe I go through my friends to go out the rest, right? So so can I accept the places where we're different? And I think at, at that place, right, like once we've gone through, why are the things on my list? What can we, what do we actually need? What are the things that we can negotiate together? What can we build together? to then what can I supplement? I, I'm also, I think it's very fair that if that is like, if the three things that are missing are the three things that matter most, is it okay that maybe this isn't the relationship I wanted and needed it to be? That maybe this is a beautiful friendship or maybe this relationship was beautiful in a certain chapter or phase of my life. But as I'm really coming to know myself, this is something that, that it, it, it's fundamental to, to building over a lifetime or a long period, if that's what I'm looking for. So there's a lot of stops in between. <laughs> yeah, right. And and it's ongoing, you know, and always checking in with ourselves. And through relationships, we understand ourselves better. And and I think I, I'd like you to speak to this, but I've found, you know, with, with my therapist as she puts forward this idea that that it's through relationships that, that we learn. We need to understand ourselves, but I don't think we need to go to a monastery and just work on ourselves and then go, okay, I'm ready for a relationship because obviously there are times for alone time, but I think we can have an idea of what we want in a partner and we spend all this time on ourselves and we're like, okay, I'm ready. And then you get into a relationship and you're blindsided by this new side of yourself that this new partner brings out. And that could be in a good way too, but how do you feel and, and what do you recommend when it comes to someone that's single or they got out of a relationship as far as entering into another one in relation to how much time they should be spending, quote unquote, working on themselves? So. 
I don't believe we stop working on ourselves. Um, I, I think that that is a misnomer to be like, we work on ourselves and then we get in a relationship. Like we work on ourselves in and out of relationships through relationships. So I absolutely agree with you when you're saying that because it, it, it's not like, oh, I, I check this off <laughs> and then I get into this. It's, it's, it becomes a different facet of ourselves, right? So the part of me that I work on when I'm single is going to look and feel different than the part of me I work on when I get into a relationship. That's also different than the part of me that I work on if I become a parent, right? Like there's different parts of our identity and our and our sense of self that we start to have access to in different phases of our life. So so I absolutely believe that when you're in a relationship, there's still work to be done and there will be work to be done because we're always growing. We're always evolving. We're always changing. And so, so that, that won't stop. I will give the caveat though, that one of the things that we can do to set ourselves up is really honoring the time that it takes to heal, to grieve, to reflect so that we don't bring our past wounds into relationships in a really haphazard and chaotic way. That I think when we're coming out of relationship, right? So I came out of a very violent relationship that I was, it was very, you know, um, obvious for me, but I think, you know, I think anybody coming out of, it doesn't need to be violent, just a, a, a relationship where you've invested a lot is that there's a time that you're going to grieve, right? That relationship's over. When 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 someone, you know, even when our pets, our pets can pass away, where loved ones can pass away, we need time to grieve. When our relationship passes away, we have to mourn that. And then there's this part that we have to heal, that we we go through this period of being really raw and and that there's all these new pieces to us that we haven't, again, had access to because we've been in a relationship that we have to learn to have access to again. And so I think there's going through that healing, learning who you are now, because you aren't the same person. You aren't the same single person outside of the last relationship you were in. And once we've we've, we've grieved and we've started to heal, then it's, I, I think the really important part before you go into a new relationship is reflecting like, how have my needs changed? How have my desires changed? How how have I changed as far as what I can do in meeting the needs of someone else? Um, what you were able and willing to do with previous relationships, you may not be willing and able to do in this new relationship. Um, for me, I came out and I was now a single mom. So to go into a new relationship where I could prioritize my partner as number one was no longer reality. And not because I was like trying to be a selfish person, but I literally have a, a, a long, young body to take care of now. Um, where before, I didn't ever have to consider that. And so before we go into a new relationship, if we're really looking to maximize the benefits and really find something that is going to give us that 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 relationship that we're craving and wanting, that custom-designed relationship is... I need to reflect on who I am now, right? Because if I don't know the new me, I just know the old me and then the me that was in the relationship, 
I don't really know what I'm bringing to the table before I can even say what I need brought to the table. And so I don't think it's a matter of time. I'm not a big person who's like, you need to be single for six months or a year. But it really is a matter of like, I have done that 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 process of, of mourning and grieving what was, of healing and letting settle what is, and then reflecting of like what I am now and will be. What would you tell a person who's listening who's in a relationship and they're maybe coming to a realization that what they thought they wanted in this partner is not really fulfilling? And and I want to say it doesn't always necessarily mean that they need to immediately exit because, again, we can mislead ourselves sometimes. You know, we think we want one thing and and what we want is maybe unrealistic or this person actually is really wonderful in lots of other ways, but we're blinded to it. So what are some things that a person in a relationship can ask themselves or to communicate with their partner if they're questioning the the direction of that relationship? Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no-net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving Relationship Advice listeners 10% off when you visit Hero dot co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family and we all walked to the lake and the only bread we had in the house was Hero Bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any Hero Bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low-quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H-E-R-O dot C-O. 
Love Tribe. I have just a few questions for you. I want to know why you are here listening to the podcast. Are you here because you want to stop bickering with your partner and you want to feel truly heard? Or are you looking for ways to reignite your sex life? Or do you want to feel more emotionally connected with your partner? Or do you just long for those fun, giggly moments of connection that you used to have at the beginning of your relationship? Well, over the last decade of hosting this podcast, those were the main reasons people tuned into the show. And we get it. We've been there. So we created our course, Spark My Relationship, because we wanted to put those tools to unlocking a fulfilling relationship right in your hands. We're offering $100 off our course, Spark My Relationship, which is a self-paced course designed to help you create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner and have an amazing time doing it. We've collaborated with over 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies that marriage therapists teach their clients. So to unlock this special offer of our course, our listeners can visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock to get $100 off. That's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Yeah. So I, I think, again, it starts with the self-exploration, right? That if my needs are changing, do I understand why my needs are changing and how they're changing? So if I used to be in a place where I can never speak up for myself and now I'm learning to speak up for myself and, and maybe that that that's really jarring to the relationship because it's like, whoa, <laughs> you never had, you never wanted things before. Now it's like you want everything is that might be a place of, can we grow into this? You know, can, can, what would it, and maybe I, I'm, I'm hot at the start, but is this something that there's room for? Right. Um, which is different than, you know, maybe I thought, you know, I, you know, I was really, happy and then I realized that I I now I need somebody who makes me feel alive but it's I need to feel alive because I'm feeling really insecure maybe I'm feeling insecure about my weight or I'm feeling insecure about my career or my age and and so I think I don't want this anymore because of my own insecurities right that that that's a place where it's like I may need to check myself and be like how do I feel good about myself and and then see is there something else missing in the relationship and and so i think the first part always starts with self reflection and self awareness and and really getting clear on what what is making me feel like this no longer fits once i once i do that depending on whether this is a matter of safety whether this is a matter of growing differently whether this is a matter of of me you know wanting something to to fulfill me in some other way, right? And it's not really indicative of the partner or the relationship, then I start to communicate, right? That, you know, we were we were on this, on this, on this aligned path. And at some point it started to shift. And to me, it's like if you can't be honest in this relationship, how could you be honest in any relationship? And so just the act of being honest 
is such a an amazing tool to add to your future wherever that leads, right? Because it may not lead in that direction of this relationship. It may not lead in the direction of any relationship. But to learn to be honest, to speak your truth and to be like, hey, this is how I'm growing. This is how I'm evolving. Like really sets you up like in this idea of a custom design life is like that is the first step is that it's okay for me to want these things. And the other part is that I'm really big on creating consent. I do, like I said, I do a lot with sex and a lot with kink and eroticism is to create consent is that I also give you the freedom and the space to decide whether you can show up in the ways that I'm wanting and needing that change that maybe I'm open to like, you know what, I think we could get there. Um, This sometimes happens with couples who they got together off the premise of being monogamous and one of them has always been non-monogamous and you know they're finally realizing like man I really can't I can't live this way and maybe they are okay with like I want to be with you but I realize that I really want you know an ethically non-monogamous relationship you know that 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 is something I'm coming to understand that I'm going to need in my life but that partner may not want that right? That that may not work for the partner you're with. And so by communicating with them, you give them the opportunity to also say, is this the relationship I want to be in too, right? Rather than saying, you know what, I love this relationship and I'm not monogamous. So I'm going to start and I'm just going to go off on my own and handle my needs that I've come to this truth, but we're no longer in this relationship consensually right? We're not both showing up saying we want to participate in this relationship based off of the needs that we both have. And so after I've done reflection, after I've like, you know, I I have self-awareness, I start to communicate, like communicate the thing that I want and need. And I also open up for my partner to have their own wants and needs. And we see whether there's any room to negotiate and collaborate. Is there a middle ground? And sometimes there is, and sometimes there's not. And and I think when we go through that process intentionally, the hope is, is that we leave ourselves and our partners in, in a better place than where we started, that we both learn something new, we grow in ways that they don't always feel great, but they are great in that they allow us to get closer to what it is that we are really, really needing in this life. And being okay with the discomfort is is such an important part of leading that amazing life that we want because it's it's easier said than done. We we can be with a partner who it's a loving relationship and to go with your example, they're requesting non-monogamy and that doesn't feel good with us. And there's a couple options there. You could negotiate, but I'm speaking from personal experience with a similar situation of really checking in with yourself and going, am I choosing to negotiate and find a middle ground out of fear of losing this person? Or am I really willing to do that because I'm okay with it? Yeah, I'll be a little bit uncomfortable, but I want to negotiate. And I find for myself and just talking to friends and having conversations, but a lot of times we are motivated by by fear, by fear of loss. And then what Absolutely. can happen is we end up 
in that mediocre situation or that painful situation where we've negotiated, but out of that place of fear. And now we're dealing with a situation that's just really not good. And yeah, sure, we haven't lost our partner and we don't have to deal with the pain of breakup. But in the short term and and certainly the long term, it's just not the way we want to live life. And I find the more I'm able to really check in with myself and be radically honest with myself and and be okay with the pain. And that's in romantic relationships. But earlier I made a note, you were talking about, you know, what are my needs? And and for me, it came up just friendships and, and family that in the last couple of years, I've stopped maintaining friendships and some family relationships. Because I when I really checked in with myself, I was like, this is not serving me, you know, to the point that it was it was unhealthy. It's one thing if it's just kind of if your father is maybe, you know, not communicating as you would like, but it's another if it's toxic. And then having the the courage to go, you know what? No, this isn't serving me, this relationship. And then doing it in an adult way and communicating, um, but having the courage to not just go out along out of fear. Instead, choosing love, love for yourself. And uh, I just wanted to make a note of that because I think that's where the rubber really hits the road when we get to those decisions and, and making one out of out of love instead of fear. Yeah. And I think this is like so nuanced, right? So I know I'm like kind of spouting like one that I do this work all the time. Um, But it's really nuanced. And and I think part of like when I when I talk about doing the work, that work is not easy, right? And it's not it's not a straight, you know, defined path. I always always say like, this thing that we're, we're doing called life called living called humaning is I, I like to think of it like an upward trend in the stock market, right? Like it's not a straight line. There are dips, there are valleys, but what we want to see is there be this like trend upward to like this place of more self-love, more self-acceptance, more fulfillment. And, and that in part of like creating these relationships is I really have to do the work with me, right? So it's not just simply, I think, you know, what we see in, in, you know, they call it like pseudotherapy is that, that that's really popular right now is like, well, this doesn't serve me. I'm just letting it go. And it's like, well, but that's not, that's not the work, right? Because you're, you're, you're not, you're missing the exploration part of what about this isn't serving me? Why isn't this serving me? Right. And, and what is it like, when I, whenever I'm making a decision, there are always consequences. There are consequences that lead me to growth and the consequences that lead me towards, you know, um, I would say discomfort, right? So, so not necessarily pain, not hurting, but like that, that, that lead me in a, in an uncomfortable way. So if I'm cutting off a relationship, right, is, is one, I have to sit with like, how do I define family? What, what, what does it mean to have family? Um, what are my needs in family? You know, is it that I realize that, you know, I want to hold this relationship, but to hold this relationship means I can only talk to you through text messages and I have no desire to, to talk to you on the phone. And that, you know, is my, my, my definition of family. Or is it that, you know what, family is not by blood and, and I need to redefine what family means to me. And, and I need to walk completely away from this. Like when I say custom design, I mean, down to the definitions themselves is that you are really doing that hard work of saying, 
what is this for me in my life in this period? And that I, I really sit and reflect into what that truth is, what that honesty is. And I'm aware of what I'm walking towards and what I'm walking away from. And I can accept that. Like that is a custom design life. I love it, Jasmine. That's a beautiful place to wrap up. Thank you so much for all of this great information. I hope that people start to design their life in a way that is more true and authentic to them. And I think you've laid a great foundation to begin that process or to continue that process. Before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online and then we'll say goodbye? Yes, absolutely. So um, I run a consulting firm called Ignite Anew. So you can find me at igniteanew.com. I'm actually hosting a couple retreats, a women's retreat in September, and then a couple's retreat in February. Uh, You can also find me on Instagram at ignite underscore anew. Um, yeah, any, anywhere. Um, I also have a podcast called shit. They didn't tell us so shit with the Y. Um, but I, I am all over the place. So <laughs> if you want to, you can find me. We will have those links in our show notes and on our website. And thank you for taking the time to come on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, And while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, We really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. You were listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.